Welcome to episode 13 of the Average Joe's MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan along with David Van Boglin. This week's episode, we've got a new Bantamweight champion as we'll break down all the results from UFC Fight Night Dillashaw and Cruz. We found out who our next coaches for the Ultimate Fighter are going to be. Got a little news on BJ Penn. And we're going to talk a little Conor McGregor. Let's get this episode started. Dave, how you doing today, man? Excellent. It's a, it's a good day. I'm excited to break down this card because it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun fights. It definitely delivered. And, you know, for, uh, for being a, a, a free fight, a Fox Sports 1 fight, it it's really did deliver on, yeah. on all cylinders. It was, uh, you know, there was a couple fights in there that, eh, whatever. But every card has those. Oh, yeah. You okay. know, it's, you it's, know it's, young it's guys, good. UFC jitters, ring rusts, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Even some veterans. Yes, yeah. Even uh, some controversy in, a, in the big man's fight that we'll talk about. But um, all in all, man, I really, really enjoyed the card. Yeah. And, uh, for, for being a Fox Sports 1 card, I, I read that they did the second highest numbers for any Fox, Fox Sports 1 card it's to good. date. Good news to hear. Yeah. I mean, it was a good card, especially the main card had a lot of good fights that, that should have drawn people's attention. Um, you know, the, the, the title, a title fight always should get some sort of attention. Agreed. So. Yeah, definitely. So let's let's get right into it, man. We, okay. had, we, we got ourselves a new Bantamweight champion, as I said in the intro. Dominic Cruz took on TJ Dillashaw and got the split decision, uh, 47-48 and 40... 46-49. Yeah, my eyesight's not so good. So, and then we had one judge, which we'll get into giving it to (laughs) to TJ 49-46. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what fight he was watching. Clearly, I mean, Dominic came out and, and absolutely executed his game plan in the first two rounds, uh, staying elusive, picking apart TJ. I, his striking really impressed me. Uh, well, won the rounds on some takedowns. Yeah. Uh, what? Um, before we go into the, the full breakdown, the, you you read the how the judges scored at forty seven forty eight. Cruz, 46-49 Cruz, and then Saldamano gave TJ 49-46. Yep. How did you see it? I had... And a round-by-round round breakdown. A round-by-round, round I had uh, Cruz winning one, two, and three. Absolutely. I, I think one out of the first three was probably the closest round, in my opinion. But I, I, I Dominic with the takedowns, and his striking was a lot crisper. Yeah. And landing more... Um, his control, his octagon control yes. was untouched. He, yes. He had every point of that octagon... Like planned out like Pac-Man, he knew exactly where he was going to go when he was going to get the power pills, you know, the power punches, and when he was going to move his control was wow. Yeah, and and the third round really was, I think, the round that that he totally took control of. TJ looked, he looked confused. He was really flat-footed. He was throwing. uh, He was trying to just load up his shots. Exactly. Frustration. I seen frustration. Yeah, a lot of thank you. A lot of frustration setting in the third round. But then, you know, I don't know what happened between the third and fourth round. TJ settled a little bit. He came out and he landed that leg kick, man, and that mm-hmm. and that changed the fight. Yeah, you could see that uh, that as soon as that that leg kicked that leg kick was to Dominic's left leg when it hit, it hit home. Yeah, and, definitely. You know, did. you could it see in his face. Him. You know, he he he, he cringed up. Yep. And, and his movement uh, wasn't the same after that. No, it wasn't. Not he not tried. Even close. He was trying to hide it, and I think he did a pretty good job of. Of trying to pretend like he was okay, yeah, and continue to do it, but his movement was definitely labor, especially in the fourth, right? 
I mean, that's that's when when Dillashaw really put it on him, and and into the fifth, he was uh, he was nearly limping in the fifth. I mean, with I mean, he was he was it was being really tender on it in the fourth, and he wasn't planting and you know using it to to be as evasive as he was before. But when it came to the fifth, he was he was flat out limping on it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I honestly, I thought TJ was going to get the finish in the fifth. So the, did I. The way he was coming on, the so way did he was I. landing. I'm with you. I mean, he landed some good shots, some good combinations on a Dominic. Hitting Dominic in a way, we haven't seen Dominic get hit. I mean, no, we haven't seen him in a cage like that in a long time. But even even back then, I mean, and now his his elusiveness is unbelievable. Mm. He's got that that dodge and the, yeah. you know, the head movement, and it's his eyes his, his eyes see a strike coming before the guy knows he's going to throw the exactly. strike. It's it's un, it's it's. It's superhuman in a sense because it's it's crazy. He can stand there like you, you watch the old Muhammad Ali videos. And he just stands there and he and he dodges his head yeah. back and forth, and he can see the punch. And that's exactly what Cruz did. I mean, Cruz had more leg movement, but his head movement was unbelievable. Yeah, I was really impressed with his. I mean, I'm always impressed with his elusiveness and his yeah. movement. That's that's his calling card. The thing I think that really surprised me on the fight was how tired Dominic got early. Yeah, like he was laboring, breathing by the third round. And Dominic says that he said in the post-fight interview and in the post-fight show, "There's no such thing as ring rust." He showed some. He did. It is cardio. Yeah, not his necessarily cardio his technique, just, but his cardio. His cardio showed there was he rust there. Looked like his cardio was there for a, to fight a three-round fight, but when he got into the fifth round, fourth yeah. and fifth, he he was, and that's where TJ shined. I think if TJ would have been able to connect. If he would have kept his frustration at bay in the third, maybe maybe he could have turned the tide and stole that Might round. Might have been a different story. Yeah, yeah, but that frustration in the third round really hurt him because Dominic landed a lot. He, TJ had to win one of the first three rounds in order to win this fight. He's going to go by decision because when it comes to four and five, that's where TJ shines yeah. all the time. You know, that's how, uh, that's how he made his name. But, but the, thing, the thing that I don't like, because I know some of these judges, they, they score the takedowns really favorable. Like highly, yeah. I mean that's a high scoring thing for somebody. But I don't. He didn't do. Cruz didn't do much with those takedowns. He got him to the ground. No, yeah, that's the one thing that. And TJ got right, right about, back yeah. up. Yeah, you're definitely right about that because it's if you take him down, you have to have some control as well. Yeah, you can't just bring him down and jump up and then have that count as something big. It doesn't. He had four takedowns with only a half minute of control total. Right. Whereas, you know, TJ had one takedown and almost a minute and a half control on Ex- that one takedown. Exactly. That's a takedown. That you have to hold the control. You yep. have to do something down there. You have to apply some damage. You have to go for a submission. You have to do something when you get him there. You can't just stay there and say, hey, point for me. You know? And they ju- and, and some of the judges do that. You know, as soon as they get him off his feet, oh, big takedown. That's a point for him. Yeah. And, and, and that, that doesn't that really work definitely, that way. That definitely came, it was a huge factor in the co-main event, which we'll get into yeah. there, but I, I, it's again, it's a big call, and, and I don't think this was a controversial scoring at all. I mean, Cruz clearly won this fight, but it's just a, more of an outcry of what we need as far as change when it comes to scoring. I don't find that. Uh, I think the the right winner won. I think Absolutely. the right person got the, got the victory, but I think. Uh, when in any part of the scoring that's controversial, it's Seldomato giving yeah. TJ four that rounds in that fight. Any sense? I've watched it three times. I've done. Uh, I've taken the advice away of the Warrior Boys, and we shout out to them. And I watched it again with no sound on, and sound on, sound off. Either way, I gave Dominic Cruz one to three. I gave TJ four to five. Yeah, that's the way I, and that's, I saw it. I mean, I don't see how 
I don't understand how a professional judge who gets paid to do this, and I mean, this is supposed to be his job. I don't see how he can score TJ winning four rounds. And I really don't. And he's done it. This isn't the first time we've no. had any problems with Salamato and right. scoring. You know, I mean, you brought it up earlier before we started. Yeah. Uh, with the the Wonder Boy and, and Benson Henderson fight, there's a website out there that's called Saldamano Decisions, and it posts every time that he has a fight and everything that he does and everything that uh, he votes on. And he is notoriously against what the the popular consensus says happens in a fight. Right. You know, if if uh, popular consensus says that that uh, Dominic won, he's picking TJ. I mean, he's just he. I don't know where he's pulling his numbers from, but he has consistently erred yeah. in his judging decisions. And this is just another example of that. And this is a major, this is a big deal because uh, this is a title now. Yeah, because, I mean, if any other, if, if either uh, Tony Weeks or uh, Ginsburg saw, you know, one round different. Yeah. And with his majority decision giving four rounds to TJ. Yeah. What one round did he give to Cruz? Is what I want to know. If you're going to give TJ four, what what what? Yeah. What do you think? Exactly. Just, did Cruz win one, and then TJ won <laughs> two, three, and four, or two, three, four, and five? Unbelievable. Because no, I. The, in my opinion, and I have only watched the fight once, so I need to go back and do it again. Okay. Uh, my damn DVR. <laughs> we were scrambling, boys, to try to find him a a, a version I, of this. Uh, I this fell fight. asleep. I fell asleep. Because of the goddamn pacing of the stupid main card. They were doing so well. FS1 prelims went by so quick. Yeah. It was 9.45 and those things were done. Yep. We could have kicked straight into the main card. Oh, Absolutely. no. We got to show some of the, the earlier F, or the fight early, pass yeah. prelims, which I already freaking watched. Yeah, the Rob Gant fight. Oh, and, the, and they uh, were good fights. Don't get me no, wrong. No, they weren't. You're right. But, damn it, I don't want to see it again. Kick this main show off. Yes. I, I started falling asleep during the Pearson fight, mm-hmm. woke up and watched the Mitrion fight, that went all three rounds and I was dragging to get through that, I knew Pettis and Alvarez was going to be terrible, so I went to yeah. bed, Yeah, and I was like, screw it, <laughs> and go to watch the fights finally, I mean, I had already had it spoiled for me, I knew what happened, go to watch the fights, get through the, get into the main card, first two rounds go by and I go to fast forward and I notice... Bing. There's only about <laughs> ten minutes left of this fight, Uh-oh. and I know it went to a decision. And sure enough, halfway through the fourth round or so, boop, cut it right gone. off. Man. And Jeez. I even had to record an extra half hour. Wow. Yeah. Well, we we got him. You know, we got you to, to see the fight anyway. Yeah. At, at any rate, so you can see the whole thing. And um, uh, you and I scored it uh, identical this time. Uh, one, two, three. Cruz, four, five. Dillashaw. And I'm glad at least, I mean, Sal screwed it up, but I'm glad at least the other two got got the favor to, to Dominic so that he could win the have the title that he rightfully won. Exactly. And I mean, congratulations to Dominic. Very back. much so. He, he did a great job. He won the fight. Yeah. Um, he did everything he said he was going to do. Uh, I think TJ, when he finally got to execute his game plan, you know, executed what he should have been doing the whole fight. Yeah. He finally, I think maybe he figured it out a little bit. We'll see. It, it's going to be interesting him, if they fight again. Took him three rounds to, yeah. to figure the guy out, and at that point, it was too little, too late. Yeah, it was. Uh, he needed to finish, and 
finishing crews is quite difficult. Very much so. I mean, hitting crews is quite difficult. Right. So, where do, what, do we, what do you want the UFC to do from here with Dominic, with TJ? Um, do you go for the trilogy fight with Cruz? I think so. I got. I think and that uh, um, people want to see Faber fight Cruz. I, people want to see Faber fight Dillashaw too. And that's the next thing is that. But at the same time, we have a champion that's deserved of a rematch. Absolutely. And people want to see that fight again as well. I, I would. I so, would be okay with that too. Barring any injuries, because you know. Uh, another aspect of this is Cruz is injury prone. Very much he's so. been he's been injured more times than not in the past four years. He's had what one, two, three fights in, in eight years. Uh, something really weird like that. Yeah, and this being one of them. Um, and he had in the post fight show. You know, we noticed during the fight that Dillashaw was railing off some leg kicks to his left leg. Absolutely. that was pretty hard. And in, in the later championship rounds, he was limping a bit. He was being favored on it. Um, but he said in the post-flight show that it wasn't his leg that was being kicked. It wasn't the problem. He said he had some plantar fasciitis in his foot. And yeah. that was the problem. So, now, do we try to keep, you know, does this, is it bad enough where Cruz needs surgery? Is he going to be injured again? I mean, this, this, there's plenty of people that, I, I, there's a couple of people I'd like to see him fight, but I'd also like to see him stay healthy for a change. Yeah, right. You know, that's a that's a big important thing right now is the man has got to stay healthy. He's very, very injury prone. So I think that's the first step is is keeping, keeping him getting and keeping him healthy then, to get to the next fight. Do you book him? Do you book him in a fight with Faber, or do you? In a perfect world, I'd give, I'd, I'd make Dillashaw, I'd, I'd make the rematch. For you the make title. the rematch. I, I think so too. If you're not going to do the rematch, a lot of it, it seems like they're leaning towards the Dillashaw. I think the only reason why they're leaning towards the Dillashaw favor fight over the trilogy with Cruz first is, I think it sells more. The, the 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 favor. I mean, don't get me wrong. The favor and, and the really screwed up thing is, is if you look at the the rankings, are pretty messed up right now. Because I saw Hannah Burrell still standing around at number two. Yeah, uh, favor three, Asuncion four, and Sterling down to five. Uh, we have Michael McDonald that just came back. Thomas Almeida, who's scary. Brian Caraway, who should be gone. Yeah. Um, Mitsugaki's still hanging around. There. But at the lower end, you got guys like Lineker, Wineland, and. Uh, Rivera, but if you look, just look at the through the top five, um, Dominic and, and Dillashaw in a perfect world. I like to give them a rematch and get that. I, done. I would love that rematch. Um, otherwise, Faber and, and him have have history. You can build on. You can sell a fight on. Um, you know the well. And, the here's rematch. the other interesting thing too is you got as far as I know, Dotson's moving back up to band. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. So yep. you've already you've got. That that throws a really interesting wrinkle into things because Dotson's got the win over Dillashaw already. Yep. His uh, the only loss he had, I think, at Bantam was to Dominic. At Bantam? Yeah, at Bantam. Let's take a look. Um, his only loss is to Demetrius. Oh no, he did. So okay, so he I don't did. think he's moved up yet and fought and and. 
at I thought, 45. I thought he fought it at 40 or 35 before they dropped him down. I guess not. No. To me, Elliot. And... Yeah, his only losses are to uh, Mighty Mouse. His two losses. Okay. And he does. Like I stand said, corrected. At I the thought Ultimate he... Fighter in 2011. I thought him and I know yeah. Demetrius fought Cruz, but I thought Dodson did too. I was wrong. Whoops. No. Oh, well. Mistakes happen. But uh, you record everything. But it, it's an interesting. It's an interesting wrinkle with him moving up. Uh, because he's a, champ, uh, a championship caliber fighter. Absolutely. His speed is, is oh my gosh, un- unbelievable. Uh, but with Dodson going over there. Why is Burrell still sitting at two? I don't know. I'm off of two straight losses. And see if he's booked at his, he doesn't have anything upcoming. Oh no, he did have to be, I forgot he had to fight Mitch Gannon to get. Yeah, but I mean basically. To, to get back in there against TJ. He's got two straight losses, you know, two real losses to TJ and then that, yeah, that other one. But Hennem um, is not booked. He can you can actually toss him in there because he doesn't have a fight coming up. And if there's injuries to Faber or something, and you know well, you got to give Cruz a fight, and then he got to factor you know, in Burrell being able to make weight too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He may end up moving too. Yeah, as far as I know, he was going up to Feather. A lot of people are moving weight because of the IV deal. Well, yeah. So. Yeah, that, I mean, well, he already has issued, had issues making band weight anyway. It yeah. cost him his title, second title shot. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, him still sitting at two is a really, really weird thing. I guess you can't put Faber over him because he's got two wins over Faber, but... I mean, he's, they're all jumping him. He's, Sun Sao could even jump him at four. There's been talk about that. Yeah. If you do Dillashaw, if you do Dillashaw in favor, they were talking about Sun Sao getting a shot at Dominic, and then let's take a look at Sun Sao and see if he, what he's got coming he, up. He has nothing, nothing coming but up. he's riding what? How many fights now? Oh There's five so far that we can see. Six, seven, seven fight win streak. And seven fights and uh, eight of his last nine. He hasn't lost since 2011. Unbelievable. Why isn't he getting, uh, why isn't there no talks of this cat? Because he, well, look at his, I mean, scroll back down. Oh, you're fine. I mean, his last, he beat Caraway. That's his biggest Beat Dillashaw. He did beat Dillashaw. Oh, I forgot about him beating Dillashaw. Dillashaw. Yeah. So, yeah, Sunsaw's definitely in Why isn't uh, that cat, you know, being talked about? I've heard, I've heard chatterings of of a Sunsaw being thrown in, like his name was passed around. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. I've heard those those Uh, spatterings here and there. Which, I think, if, if you do, because, like I was saying, the, the money fight in this division, as far as drawing, is Faber and, and Dillashaw. Faber and, and... Faber and Dillashaw. No, Faber and Dillashaw. I think Faber and Dillashaw Oh, draws, oh, no, no, no. Draws, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, just talking not about... The not, not, not the belt. I'm just talking about drawing, like, making, you know, drawing money and, and pay-per-view. Oh, without a doubt. There's personal yeah. history there. There's, there's, uh, everyone's known the, the big deal between going to, to Ludwig from, from Alpha Male and... Those two have already spoken against each other. Well, and, I mean, I mean, no matter they've what, sold that fight absolutely. already. That well, fight no, matter, is sold. no matter what position, he could be number fifteen in your eye of favor. Is he's probably the most popular fighter in the division? I would say he, you know, I would say he is. And on a fighting term, he is the most popular fighter in the division. I mean, he's definitely well more more well known than Dominic. He's, he's more well known, uh, at least in our maybe in Brazilian. Uh, market, uh, Barrow and those guys might be a little bit more popular, but um, on the grand scale, I think Faber has more popularity, po- more 
sizzle for people Faber does than anyone else in that division. Absolutely. I think he is, he is the guy, the face of it. I think um, TJ's probably the second most... TJ or Dominic would be, you know, two. I think TJ's a little more popular just because he's been in the limelight of it. He's been in Where the Dominic, ultimate fighter. He's yeah. been, you know, he's uh, he's been the champion. He's, well, Dom was just on the shelf for so long. And but Dom's got popularity just from being doing the talk. Oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Not, not as a fighter, but more as, uh, as, as a personality. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. And I think he does an amazing job at it. So it's definitely going to be interesting to watch how uh, how things shake out for the next few months. Um, where they're going to try to put some of these fights. Got a, that's nice because they've got a lot of guys that can jump in and take that title fight and and have it be a, a great fight. Well, Those yeah. Barral, Faber, I mean, and even at five, you got uh, you know Sterling. Once they get his contract, yeah. What's up with that? I, I don't know, uh, man. I haven't read anything about that for a while. He should. I don't know either. They should have signed him immediately. I mean, he's torn through. He hasn't lost yet. No, and um, it's all submissions except for his fight against Hugo, what is it, Hugo Vanna? Yeah, knocked him out. Knocked him out, but other than that, it's been round two, round three, round three submissions for So we're looking, at, we're looking at contract issues with him. Oh, yeah, he so wants I, money. Um, I didn't see I didn't see any uh, injury reports. No, so it's no gotta, nothing. It's, 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 it's all contract. Okay. It's all contract. So He's I mean, shopping. I think... I even, think Bellator is kind of trying to push up on him pretty hard. Okay, but even if he signs and he gets everything set, you got five the top five guys in that division who could jump in and take a title fight and have it be a great fight. Uh-huh. I mean, this is a great division right now. I mean, McDonald's in six, even if you count McDonald's, because McDonald's is definitely a, a tough kid. Yeah, and he's, he's already fought and, title fights. I mean, he's fought against uh, Brow. I and it, he's looked. Great in this return. Yep. Oh you yeah, know, he uh, looked solid. As we seen the post fight show, Dana White was over over the moon excited to have this kid yeah. back. He's it's, a big well, fan just, of him. It shakes more things up. I mean, Bantamweight was kind of quiet. Yeah, and that's it's still it's not a very popular. Everything under, I think from fifty five down, has problems selling. It does. They're notorious bad sellers. And, and fifty five does okay. They were doing okay. I don't think RDA, while is a great champ for the sport, um, as far as a fighter, selling and drawing tickets and stuff, not not so much. Not so much. Yeah, definitely not so much. And, I mean, look at Demetrius. Demetrius can't sell a pay-per-view to save his ass. No, his last pay-per-view barely broke 100,000 buys. And, I mean, that sounds high, but it's not when you got guys, you know, Weidman. Weidman's one of the, about the middle of the line pay-per-view sales, and he has about 600,000. Yep. You know, TJ they, that hasn't know. fought on pay-per-view since the second uh, Brow fight. Yeah, uh, uh, well, the second Brow fight that didn't happen. Yeah, right. They, they pull, you know, they, and I think and that lost a lot of money because of Brow pulling out last minute. No doubt. But they haven't put thirty-five. I mean, it's been two free fights. Yeah. His fight against his fight against Brow in July was on Fox. Now his fight with Cruz was on FS1 the other night. I mean, these yeah. lighter weights can, can't really. I mean, except for Feather. I'm sorry, Featherweight. That's always still because you of got, Aldo and now McGregor and well even Aldo didn't sell well McGregor no he wasn't started you know love him or hate him McGregor sells tickets but I mean Aldo we'll didn't sell well more. but he always fought on pay per view he did fight on pay per view but, but he they always had to put him with a John Jones with a, you know, or a, a, yeah, somebody else him. yeah 
he wasn't going to headline a pay-per-view by himself for being until, such until a, Conor McGregor got involved. For being such a dominant champion, he was... Um, and this is this has been reported on, on a few sites. He's been the, the worst-selling champion yes. aside from Demetrius. Demetrius Johnson. But Demetrius has only, it's only been a few years with him. This is, I mean, we're talking all over 10 years. Right. You know, a decade of poor sales. And, a, you know, and he's selling... 200, 250,000 tickets, and then they put him with Connor and they sell 1.2 million. Right. I wonder who was the draw there. Exactly. You know, it wasn't, it, Aldo wasn't pulling in those numbers. That exactly. Was, that was all done by Connor McGregor. And that division will be, continue to be a top seller because of him. If Connor yeah. moves up and decides he, and he is, well, we know he's going to move, up. move yeah. up to fight, but if he doesn't fight at Featherweight anymore, if he just leaves that division behind, it's going to go back in the shadows. It's going to just. Psh- it's going to be back on Fox on FS1. Yeah, people don't. You know? I mean, I, I love these guys, but people don't. Fighters. They do. They are great fighters in that division. I love Frankie Edgar, but they're not yeah. selling. They're not headline pay per views. No. Not unless they're co-oping with somebody that right. can sell. Yeah. But other than that, you're not. You're Jose Aldo was not selling anything. No, and Frankie anybody. is Frankie's one of the best fighters in that game, and he's not selling. Chad Mendes is, no. is a wonderful wrestler. Don't and sell. a good fighter, but doesn't sell. Max Holloway is an exciting fighter to watch. Strung together, I don't know how many victories in a row now. Six or seven. Yeah, he's on. yeah. And he does the Bully Lamas, Cub Swanson, Charles Oliveira. We're talking about uh, a top ten list of Class A fighters, but they don't put money in the it's, markets. And you know? the problem, a lot of for even a casual fan, is because the lighter you go, the smaller these guys are, the less. Traditionally, the less knockout power they have. Oh, I understand. And people, well, you, yeah, I know you do. Yeah. But people want to see knockouts. It's getting better. Yeah. I mean, that's part of what happens with Demetrius. You know, his fights are going to go decisions. Yeah. They're going to be five rounds. It's going to be bat, 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 move, bat, 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 yeah, move, stick, move, stick, move. Yeah, stick, move. and and take down eventually. And it's just they're boring to watch. And some of the cats down there are are wrestlers and uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu specialists. So they go to the ground. And it's it's a ground transition game, and the crowd is chanting "boring." Yeah, because they they're not educated in that. They're, they they want to see the knockouts, yep. like you said. And they want to see you stand on feet. They want to see the big knockout. People go to sleep. They don't want to see you, you know, fighting for your life for three minutes underneath to try to get a neck or an arm or something to d- completely disable the person. Because let's face it, you punch them and knock them out. That's one thing. If you have their neck, and you don't have a rep there to stop them. They're dead. Exactly. You know that's a lot more dangerous. But exactly. you know that's just that's just the fans, and it's not all fans. It's a lot of the American fans are looking for the knockout. You go to uh, Brazil, they're looking for the jujitsu. You know, you go to Japan, they just love everything. Yeah, they just you want know, to they're, fight. they're such an amazing fight fan base. Uh, so, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. No, off. no, no. It's just uh, you're right on that. It's that the the lighter guys don't tend to have the highlight reel knockouts, and yep. that's what sells, especially in America. I think so. And overall, it's, it's going to be really interesting to watch the way this shakes out with the bantamweights. You got a lot of potential good fights that you can sell anything on, uh, whether or not they go the immediate rematch. You've got the potential for the trilogy fight with Cruz and, and Favor, or you've got the, the the rivalry fight with TJ and, and Favor. Yeah. Either way, sign me up. I, yeah. I would love to watch a rematch. I want to see if if TJ and and Dwayne Ludwig can capitalize on the things that they saw themselves do in the later rounds. And execute them earlier. Absolutely, because he was trying. He was trying to catch him with that high kick, 
He knew it because Cruz always steps to his left, yeah, he came which was with that, right to his right power. He came with that high kick attack real early. Yeah, used right off the gate. Yeah. Right off the gate. And right. he used it frequently. So I think it's a good segue, to, since we were talking about crowds chanting boring and booing fights, into our co-main event. Oh it's, uh, Eddie Alvarez picked up the split decision over Anthony Pettis. I'm just going to say it flat out that this fight sucked. Huh. I was, uh, man, I, I was expecting, I wasn't expecting fireworks, but I was expecting a lot more. I, but the, I, I know the way to beat Pettis is, is, take is, down. is boring. Yes, very it's much. It's a boring, you know. And that's just 100% Eddie Alvarez's style. He is an extremely boring yeah. fighter. There's nothing flashy about him, but he's tough as nails. He'll grind you out for three, five rounds, whatever he's in there for. He's a... Uh, uh, you know, almost eight minutes of control on six yeah, takedowns. I mean, you know? he, he, and the thing was, it's not, it's not like Pettis didn't wasn't he looked good on his feet. Yeah, he definitely looked good. I on thought his he feet. was striking well. He was landing good shots. He yeah. was putting together combinations, and he just and even I mean, Anthony even showed good takedown defense. Yeah, he there was stopped, a lot of time uh, where his hips were up against the fence a lot in the second and third rounds. He stopped more takedowns than he got hit. With. You and know, he stopped absolutely. nine. You know, got hit with six. Yep. But this was what Dillashaw was talking about. It's like when when you take someone down, it's not just a matter of getting them off their feet. If they jump back up and they have no control, it shouldn't count. Eddie had them down and controlled them for almost eight minutes he of that did. fight. Absolutely, you know, eight yeah, minutes out of, out of 15. fifteen. Unbelievable. I mean, that's but he that's didn't mauling. do anything with it. Really, it was just control. Very. It was much. just control. And the saddest thing about it all is, is Eddie Alvarez wrestled himself out of a chance of a title. That there's no way in hell they're putting him in a title shot. It's, nobody wants to see it. No, you know that's that's the thing. It's and like, I don't know what you do with Pettis from here. He has looked like shit I don't two know. fights in a row, and really didn't. I wasn't that impressed. I mean, he got a good submission victory over Gill. Yeah, but other than the fight, he won the title against a guy he already had Showtime kicked and knocked out. Right. His fight with Gill wasn't that impressive until he caught him in that guillotine. Right. Yeah. Definitely. I wasn't. mean, he looked god awful against RDA. Is he suffering from the, the Ivy deal? I don't think so. Going up is not a good choice for him. At 70, he's going to get killed. No, he, he can't do that. No, but he, And I don't know if he can go down either. I don't know if 45 is where he goes either. I don't know if he can make that. I don't think he can. He's too big. Yeah. He's, like, he's not a he's not a, a large, stocky guy, but he's long. But he's long and lean. He's, he's very he's, tall and yeah. he's very long. It, it's it's kind of like... It's the same thing. Like, I don't think Tony could ever make 45. I don't either. No, he, he's too, he's very too similar body yeah. types. Fight very different, obviously, but body types are very similar between him and Anthony Pettis, and I just don't think I I don't think they could do it without really hurting themselves. With Eddie at number four beating, they said they did it. They moved him up. Eddie's down number one. Yeah, he is number one because yeah. he, well, he had to jump. Who else was there? It's Habib. Tony was Tony's at five. Yeah. So they're not gonna you know he I don't even know if he moved up from all of this shakeup. At all. I, I didn't see any I arrows looked, by his name. I look, yeah. When I looked yesterday or the day before, he was still sitting at five. Um, but Eddie, Eddie, there's no way you give Eddie a title shot after after RDA and Connor. You 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 can't. He has not looked good, and nobody nobody is going to buy that fight. They're not going to buy it on the base of him, but if they give him to Connor. They're going to buy it. Well, yeah, Connor. If, Connor, if Connor gets yeah. the title, then yeah, you could feed uh, Connor whoever, and it's gonna sell. Yeah, it, would, it wouldn't matter who it was; it's gonna sell. But 
Uh, Eddie's, he's still had not, I mean, I don't particularly care uh, one way or another, but he is at number one. And they, you know. Well, we gotta, we know we know damn well where you sit in a ranking doesn't matter for anything because no. he's had a guy walk into a division never well I can't say never hasn't fought in the division at one fifty five and gets the title shot. Gets the title shot, yeah. So yeah. I mean, we know that the rankings aren't. I mean, Dana doesn't really care much. The, to to him, the rankings are another way to sell a fight. We can say it's the number one guy in the world facing right. the champion, you know, but. He doesn't have anything to do with those, so I don't think he really gives a shit. No, he and looks it, at you know, and Silva looks at what the guy's style is, how much he's sold before, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, before he puts them in. And I think Alvarez is going to continue to get these fights that are non main event, non title fights, and just kind of hang out there. I mean, you could give him a you could give him a beeb. Sure, that's fine. That's Make him, I mean, I'd watch him and Tony fight. I think I that that could be an interesting fight. Yeah, whether or not Tony can keep. Keep it on their feet, but I just—I don't know what you do with Pettis from here. He clearly cannot fight with the upper echelon guys, no. unless unless he magically pulls something out of his ass and gets his head cleared up. His wrestling is terrible, unbelievable. I mean, it's ridiculous. He's with Rufus. He's with freaking Askren. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. How can he not have trained? With that guy, and, and I don't know, man. I don't know. And he just looked like his, and, and like we said, his takedown defense looked good. He stopped a lot of yeah. takedowns. He could have spent the entire fifteen minutes on his back. Realistically, it, it, the way that Eddie was on his legs the whole fight, yeah. And his striking was crisp and clean. But if you can't do, you're fighting in a division that has a lot of wrestlers. You have to have more than defense. You have to you have to be able to match them. You have to be able to pair up with them. And um, clearly, his defense. I mean, he had some good stops, but once he got down, he had no defense. Nothing. He was controlled. And his submission game is good. Like Anthony has good, and he just got his black belt. They were talking about that in the yep. commentary about yep. you know Duke was saying, "Watch out for this." You know, Anthony's improved jujitsu. I didn't see anything. I didn't see any kind of control. Oh my gosh, I see nothing. Nothing. Transition. This fight sucked. It was it flat was, out. Oh, it was boring. It was probably. <laughs> I don't know between this one and, and Pearson's fight, it might be the worst fights on the card. Well, this is definitely a, a snoozer for a co-main. It was terrible, and I, I'm disappointed. I, I'm bored with Eddie Alvarez. He's a good guy, a good fighter. He doesn't he doesn't seem like a dick, but he just his fighting style bores the yeah. hell out of me, and I don't want to watch him anymore. I'm definitely never going to watch him in a title shot. Yep, he's uh, you know put him not an exciting fighter. No, no, but, but he gets the job done. He does, and that's what it's about. It's the old GSP model. I don't care how I win, I win. Then good on you. Congratulations, you got the win. Yeah. But, but your style. Yeah. I'm curious of something. I'm going to take a look at Eddie here. Your style cost you a title shot, and I, I'll stand by that flat out. Decision, decision, decision. He's had some submission. Oh, those were leaving in losses. Yeah. He did. He, submit, he submitted uh, uh, Katsuno. Kakuno. Kakuno, thank you. I can't read. He's got a couple of knockouts, but it's most one, two, three, four. There's three decisions. Yeah. Yeah, and his two knockouts came in dream. He's got all decisions since he came into the UFC. Yeah, it's the UFC, right? 
Oh, win or, yep. Yeah, win, yeah. Win or lose, it's been a decision. He, he came in, he's got he's got a pedigree of fighters that he got coming into the UFC. Cerrone, Gil Melendez, and Anthony Pettis. Yeah. That's a, that's a hell of a run. I mean, he lost to, to Donald, but beating Gil and beating well, Anthony. Is, I mean, he uh, came into the UFC... He was, I mean, he was the only fighter in the world rankings, not the UFC rankings, in the 155 that wasn't a UFC fighter. In the pound for pound deal, yeah, or just in the in the, the okay, I got yeah, you. yeah, when he was the Bellator champion, yeah, he was the only one not signed by the UFC in the rankings. You know, the guy has won a title in every every or um, organization he's been in, so. He's so it's, well-rounded. It's, yeah, he's not a bad fighter. He's just very boring. Yeah. His style. A little bit more exciting. His, yeah, his, his striking is not great. Although he did look in the third, I was impressed with some of the strikes he was landing. His punches and stuff were, were he was putting together really good combinations against Anthony. And it was more of a, an Anthony that was uh, almost given up. Yeah, uh, on the fight because he knew it was like I, I just need to get this. I just need to get out of here. And I don't know what Ryan. Shay saw. I don't know what Ryan Shay saw either. And why did we have different two different judges for this fight than we did for the main event? Well, they do that. They yeah. swap them like the refs. Okay. They constantly. I guess I've never really paid attention that closely. I haven't until recently either. But they uh, they swap them like referees. Yeah, I got nothing more to say on this fight. If you got anything to add, or we can move. I on. I picked Alvarez. I didn't. I, I <laughs> That's had all a I can horrible. Say. I had a horrible night when it came to picks. Yeah, I missed the Dillashaw one. I missed Dillashaw. I missed this one. I let's go to the next one. Yeah, um, Travis Brown picks up the TKO win over Matt Mitchell with about fifty-five seconds left in the fight. The biggest story of this whole fight: eye pokes. Eye pokes. Eye pokes. Oh wait, before we move on, there is oh, one sure. thing I did want to touch on with Eddie Alvarez. Okay, and it, and it was it happened with Cruz and Dillashaw as well. The freaking fence grabbing, man. Good call. Fence grabbing. Pettis or Alvarez got warned three times yep. in one round, and not a point was taken no. away. After that second one, there should have been a point, but he he continued to do it to me right right back after it back. Did, one of them, yeah. you know, it was oh, it was it was two right in a row. I mean, and at least Herb, those, I'll give Herb the credit of he told after he warned Dominic twice that it happened in the same round. He said yeah. one more time, I'm taking the point. Yeah. I can't remember who the ref was for the Pettis and Alvarez fight. I can't remember. I'll say I can't either. But it wasn't. A, it wasn't a usual UFC referee. It wasn't John. It wasn't Herbert Mitsugaki or anybody. But he just kept knocking Eddie's hand off. No, you take the goddamn yeah. point away yeah. at that point. Yeah. Stop screwing around and letting these guys do this crap. Yep. Yeah. After two, that was uh, that was especially in one round. That was unbelievable. Um, it, and and it was. I seen it more with Cruz, uh, yeah. And he did it. He did it, and he pulled his hand off. You know, and did it stop, again. Then he immediately did it again. Yeah, it and was, was like, all one transition. Yeah. One transition of, a, of I think uh, TJ was trying for a takedown, or Dominic was trying. It was. Uh, I don't know if it was a takedown, but it was, it was a scramble. Was a scramble. Yes. There you go. So yeah, I, I completely forgot about that, and I didn't want to touch on that because that really pissed me off. It was a big part of it because that's a that's a big deal. Just like I was one... already angry at that fight at the Pettis Alvarez fight enough, yeah. because of how boring it was. But then that crap happened, exactly, and you just let it continue. But no, that's I was a point that should have changed, and that totally it could have changed the tide of the fight. A single point could, I mean, at that point with the the ref's decision, 
Because uh, they're 29-28, 29-28, 29-28. A point difference would have... Would have made given, it a draw. Would have made Pettis win. Oh, you're right. By Because of Ryan Shea. You know, a point off would have been 28-28, 28-28, and then 29-27. So, yeah, he would have won. You're right. He would have won. won. The, that would have been... The, if you would have lost that point like you should have, Pettis would have won that fight. Yeah. So, there, there you go. It's a prime wow. example of not... Of something that changed the title of the fight. Completely. Wow. He should have lost Completely. that. Yeah, I didn't. I, I know. I remember the, the grabs, but um, I didn't. I didn't even put the two and two together with the scorecard because, uh, yeah, Pettis would have won that fight. Yeah, off and that. Not, and, and I mean, won. not that he deserved to win the fight, but rules are rules, man. Yeah, but at that point, he did because he cheated. Yep, and he did deserve. I mean, and it was blatant. It was blatant. Uh, you you not that's only too you bad. not only caught him on it, but you ripped his hand off the cage twice. Come on, that's man. That's too bad. Come on. Um, if Dominic would have gotten the point taken, it would have been 47-47 tie, 46-48. It would have been it would have been a tie. It would have been a draw, yeah. But, I mean, I'm not so upset with Cruz because Cruz stopped after the second Yeah, one. no, you're right. You're Eddie right. continued yeah, to Eddie do it. Yeah. And nothing, nothing was done. And I don't know if the referee yeah, just Cruz only afraid. did two in a row. And yeah, it was two in a row, and her, and her strictly let him know, next one, I'm taking yeah. a point. The other ref never even warned him. He just said, "Stop grabbing the fence. Stop, Stop grabbing the fence." Stop. Yeah. So that was something, and it's another. It's a good segue to talk about things changing the tide of the fight because, like we said, Travis Brown gets the win. But the biggest story of this whole fight—oh, they were nasty. The eye pokes. They were so bad, and the ref, the ref, didn't even. They did a replay. The second they, one. They showed was. the second one. The ref didn't even see it, and he was right in front of him. Yeah. He was right there, and Travis took his thumb. And he was he was going on like this, and he took his thumb and jammed it right yeah. in the dude's eye. So the the first one happened right at the end of the first round. Yeah, it was blatant. It, it was it an was accidental pawing. little paw, yeah. pinky to the eye, no big deal. They stopped the fight. They, Matt gets his stuff all cleaned up. Everything's fine. They go and they finish the round. Come back. Matt's coming out strong in the second, landing some shots. Travis is trying to keep the distance and paw, and bam, that second one was yeah. bad. Yeah, it was real. That bad. That one went in. Deep, yeah, and the ref let the fight they continue. Just, you know, uh, Matt killed over like this, uh, and, you know, and Travis got right up on top of him and popped. And that's where Matt hurt his shoulder. Yeah, and you know what, uh, Travis fighting until the ref says stop is the right thing right. to do. But it's not, and it's not a situation where I, I think he did it on purpose. It was, I mean, it, it's these gloves. It's been it's, talked about for years. Been guys, forever. guys have their hand out yeah. on for distance. You know, things happen, but that second one was really bad. It was. And it changed the tide of the fight completely. It changed everything. It gave Travis the win because Matt couldn't. There was. If he could see out of it, I can guarantee he was seeing double or the whole blurred. Time. Or, you know, it's just basically. Because, you know, like I that. mean, the, that straight right that ended up breaking his orbital bone. Mm hmm. I mean, the, it came because he couldn't see. It was right in the same eye. Because he know? had been trying to throw that fight all night and Matt had been able to duck it. And then when he can't see it coming, right. bam, and it exploded. If you have not seen oh, the aftermath of that broken orbital bone, oh, guys. please Google <laughs> the image of Matt Mitchell's yeah. eye. We've got some posts on our Facebook we do. page yep, about just it, Go too. on back through Go and check it out. It's, the reaction itself oh. when he got up and realized, he sees the eyelid over, his reaction was great. Yeah. I, I, scary as hell. He was just freaked out, man. Oh. No. It's like, oh my god, my eye is exploded. I'm probably gonna lose my eye. I'm dead. Like, 
An orbital bone fracture. I've never had one. Uh, surprise, it's the first for me. I've never had an orbital bone fracture, but I can I only imagine either. how much that affects uh, your vision, your equilibrium, uh, everything, everything that you do. You know, um, and you take away one eye, and it's not even it's not even taking it away. It's it's making it worse. It'd be it'd be fine if there was just take you know if there's a patch over it and you couldn't see anything. But when he's got this broken orbital bone in the cage, all I can see is. Is blood and blurred vision, and darkness, equilibrium balances off, screws everything up. Yeah, and that thing was so bad. I, I posted some other pictures too. He had to, he had to have a drain. Yep, he had a drain the next day after yeah. the fight. Now his eyes back to normal. It looks okay. He's got a really bad black eye, but it looks like a normal eye. He'll have yeah. to have surgery to fix that orbital bone. He'll be out to minimum of six months. Um, it's you know it was a good fight for Brown. I'm. Not, I wasn't impressed by the way he looked. I think he capitalized on a situation for him. Good on him. That's two losses in a row for Mitrione. Yeah. I don't think he's going anywhere because the heavyweight division is blah. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I can, think uh, Brown has continued to look like garbage ever since he left and started over with Edmund. I don't think he looked good in this fight oh, at all. Speaking of Edmund. Here's an interesting point. Okay. Mr. Tarvinian just had his second license revoked in California. <laughs> so he can't quarter in California anymore. So there's that. What was the deal with it? Do you remember? There hasn't been... Uh, I was just happened to be looking through Front Row Brian's Twitter okay. earlier. and Because I wanted to see his reaction to something. Well, I, uh, as I you don't look, have it pulled you up. You guys so. look it up. I'll look it up. Um, Travis Brown, the entire fight to me was, uh, he was open-handed, he was pawing, he wasn't landing any strikes that the were strikes significant. Didn't, didn't look crisp you know, uh, uh, at and this, all. And this is a different Travis Brown to me because um, previous Travis Brown was a lot more aggressive. Uh, he came at him, his strikes were a lot more crisp. And now that he's with Edmund, his, I, he's a bum. Ever since he joined Edmund, his his game has went significantly down. He won this fight on on hand pokes alone or on eye pokes alone. He didn't have any other uh, promising factor on here. He had a couple takedowns, but that's it. Otherwise, he he won the fight just by being just by sticking his finger in the guy's eye and ruining the guy's vision. That's the only reason he beat Matt Mitrione. And for him to, I mean, we all know why he left his. His previous camp to go fight to go be with his old lady. You know, yeah, he wanted you know, to do. Uh... He wanted to be with his old lady, and you know, she probably had a little influence on saying, "Then you want to be with me? You're going to go with Edmund." But worst, uh, it's, it's... The violation of Rule Two Ten B, falsifying his application. Yeah, he has been outed for for uh, not having correct credentials. Well, he had a. Dude, this guy's going through all kinds of stuff because he lost his gym, or he's losing his gym. Yeah, he's in bankruptcy. He filed bankruptcy. Yep. Now he's had his license revoked. Um, I'll be glad to see him go. I'll be glad to see these guys because Travis Brown is a very talented fighter. I want to see him in a very good camp. Um, Ronda is not going to be Ronda Rousey anymore because she has to continue with this camp. She needs to go somewhere else, anywhere else that can get her a little more well-rounded instead of saying, Ronda, you're the best. Hit the bags, go home. Yeah. You're the best, champ. You're doing you great. No, you just got your head kicked off. 
And I'd be so glad to see Edmund go because the fighters that he's training are going to be exponentially better in a camp like Rufus or a camp like uh, Top Team, wherever the hell they end up. Even in AKA, if they get injured a little bit, okay, still, they're going to be better fighters because of it. Um, yeah, we'll definitely keep our eye on the situation. Yes, we'll keep that, you And, and we'll it. keep you guys informed. But yeah, I, I just saw that today, and I thought that was interesting in itself that, you know, he's cornering a guy in Massachusetts while his license was being revoked in California. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, he's a bum. He's got no business in, in the business at all. No, I'll be glad to see him go. These guys will be better fighters. Ronald will be a better fighter. Travis will be a better fighter. Um, he has been a better fighter. He's been a bum since he landed with that. Yep. He's looked terrible. The fact that he got this win is all due to sticking his finger in the dude's eye. And I think, uh, had he not knocked him out, who knows? Yeah. It's, it's, it's it was a sad, it's a sad thing for Mitri- for Mitrione. I like Matt. I think he's a good guy. He's a good fighter. He's, he's a fun, he's he a is. fun fighter. And, you know, who knows what's going to happen with Brown. And, as we said last week, this fight, win for either one has Man. really no impact yeah. into the, the status of the division. You're not I lost either. Yeah, exactly. No. Exactly. I don't think I don't think the loss hurts Matt all that much. He's you know, they'll put him in with somebody else to get a win. Yeah. Try to get some shit back together and That's the heavyweight division, man. They'll keep what they can get right now. In the uh the first card of the uh, first fight of the main card, uh Francisco Trinaldo picking up the decision over Ross Pearson. Uh all three judges giving it to Trinaldo, twenty nine, twenty eight, and then two thirty twenty sevens. This was the fight that I almost fell asleep during. This was the fight that I did fall asleep during. <laughs> okay. I did fall asleep during it. Yeah. And then I woke up at the end of it and rewatched it again. Yeah. And I was still completely unimpressed. No. This fight was crap. The the main card itself, other than Dillashaw Cruz was crap. Yeah, more or less. Especially compared to all the good fights that we had on the early and the regular prelims. Oh, they were great. There were a lot of good fights and, and knockouts. And it, it was, was exciting. exciting. And I, had, I was really hyped going yeah. into the main card. And then that yes, completely sir. killed all, all of everything I had. I don't know what you do with Ross here. That's it's not good. It's not good to get another loss for him. He needed a win. Pretty badly. He's kind of, you know, he's doing that tic tac. Yep, he's win one, loss, one. win loss, win loss, win loss. You know, he's uh, he beat Felder and lost to Dunham. He beat Stout and lost to Iaquenta. I mean, he's just he's not going anywhere, man. No. He's just gonna um, he's just gonna stay. He's a gatekeeper, more then. or less. There's not anything that you can. I mean, not anything big you're gonna do with him. You're no. just gonna keep. You're just gonna keep him until. He uh, he fulfills his contract, and yep. then after that, let him go. Probably just let him go. If not, sign to some kind of small deal to finish off yeah, his career. Yeah, I think I think they like having him around. He's a good he is a good fighter. He's got a name. He's been around for quite a while. People remember him from the Ultimate Fighter and stuff. But as a Toronto has has quietly been putting together a five wins. Well, it's quietly because it's decision, 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 right. decision, decision. Well, so yeah, you know, one knockout in there, but then decision. You know, he's he's not <laughs> he's not an exciting fighter to watch. He no. wins. He wins. You know, and that's the name of the and game. I mean, he's not, win. He's not beating any. He beat Park. He beat Ariel. But I mean, Park has mm-hmm. really shown that he's not always as good of a fighter as some of the hype he gets. No. 
Congratulations, Mr. Geraldo. He's fighting a lot, though. He is. He stays busy. You know, three in 2015, three in 2014. That's because you got to get paid, son. Reebok ain't paying you nothing if you ain't fighting. They're keep. They're continuing to give him fights. He's not ranked. He's not. uh, But he has won five in a row. So yeah. um, I mean, they'll probably give him. Somebody in in you know another higher ranked fighter. Let him, to let him try to crack. Let him try to crack the bottom there. But eh, it was so boring. It was. It was a. I don't have, I don't have my, many highlights to say about this because I have none. Um, gosh, I. I, was I mean, they only it. threw between the two of them. They only threw eighty five strikes. <laughs> I was I was watching this fight by the second round. I was on my phone playing tower defense. Yeah, and uh, I, I think just, I, was, I was just kind of listening to it. I think I was, was asleep by the second round, <laughs> and I woke up when my buddy was getting ready to when he was leaving, and then I woke up, watched Mitrione and fight, and then went to bed because I knew Pettis and Alvarez were going to put me to sleep. And it's like we said at the top of the show, it's not every fight on the card is going to be a barn burner. No, you know, and this was I definitely have much more great things to say about the undercard fights that we're about to get into absolutely. than. I did any of these main card fights. So much. So. Aside from Dillashaw and Cruz, that was a good fight. That was a very good fight. Um, yeah. It did draw a fight of the night. Yeah. You know, rightfully and, and so. More, rightfully so, exactly. Willing or deserving is all hell. This fight right here was a big surprise to me, man. We're in the... Uh, yeah, the main card of the uh, the FS1 prelims. Uh, Patrick Cote picks up another win by KO yeah. over Ben Saunders. I didn't see this coming. I didn't either. I we both ben picked Saunders. Ben. Yeah. That's why I said I had a terrible night of picking, man. Ben. What happened to Ben? Ben looked bad. Like his his rubber guard, his his signature. Yeah. Cote just picked. Her. Exactly. I don't know what ha- I don't know what was wrong with Ben. I didn't see any. He destroyed Ben on the ground, man. But he made him look like. He made him look like a rookie. He did, you know. And Ben is not. He's he's extremely good down there. I think. I think I we. Know what happened? I think we kind of overlooked Patrick Ben. Yeah. Since he's since his resurgence and since he's come back, he's been putting together quietly a good little win streak. Uh, he's been Ben only hit eleven fucking six strikes, man. Yeah, eleven. Eleven. That you can't do that, man. And look at. Uh, I mean, he's uh, got he's got three wins in a row and or three wins and two in twenty fifteen. One now in 2016. His last loss came to, to Wonder Boy, which I mean that's nothing to, to be upset no. about. I mean, Before he's that, six of his last seven yeah, yeah, yeah. He's won he's won six out of his last eight, and you know six out of his last Kyle seven total. And Joe Riggs and Berkman, yeah, and now uh, Killer B. So I mean, it's not it's not like Cote has been fighting nobody. He's put together a good streak of guys. It's not that I didn't. I mean, I picked Ben uh, Ben Saunders to win, but it's not like. Uh, I didn't give Patrick a chance. It's just the way that he did it. Exactly. That was the most impressive thing was the way he finished him. The way he finished him in in on the ground in Saunders area. But Cote, you know, I didn't know this either. Cote is a black belt in Brazil. I didn't know that either. No, not until the fight. They talked about how he yeah. just gotten his his jiu-jitsu black belt. Yeah. Um, just good win for Cote, man. Extremely and good. He win. looked. Solid. I was very impressed. with I was with extremely Patrick. impressed with with his performance. I was extremely impressed with the fight. He completely outclassed Saunders, which I didn't expect. No, which was I didn't fun either. To watch. Uh, no, no bad things to say about Saunders. It's just he looked uh, he looked out of place there. Since we're talking about uh, another thing where styles don't necessarily match up with other styles, I think Cote's style was just way too much. Yeah, uh, he was way too aggressive, um, and Saunders. Got knocked out in two. 
Yeah. Was it two? It was in. It was in. Yeah. It was yeah. Two. Later, later in the two. Later in the two. He. I, but I mean, he looked. He looked in trouble early. Well, yeah, definitely. And he managed to hang on for as long as he could, but he took a lot of punishment. That ground and pound Cote was putting on him yeah. was was nothing nothing short of spectacular. He was great. It was a great main event for the the. Uh, yeah, the man, it got me. I mean, let's just say, in all these fights, that got me really excited going into this main card, and then the main card just went. <laughs> screeching halt. <laughs> um, Eddie Herman, man. So and we talked ourselves into picking Herman. We did. That was the one we got right. <laughs> That was the one we got right. You know, and we were talking about it, and, and I think, I mean, I know I was in the Bosch camp going into our discussion, but as we started talking about his, you know, his, his jiu-jitsu, and, and we're talking about his, and he didn't even, I mean, he... He was close. I mean, Ed slapped a couple of submissions on him, and I thought he was going to take him out. He had a good knockdown and stuff, but it was his striking. Yeah, he finished him, and, and the first fight at 205, too. Yeah. And, and yeah. Herman looked good at 205. Yeah, absolutely. Bosch looked terrible all around. And I don't know what was... Uh, it's time to go. This is the third loss in a row. Okay. And we talked about this is a make-or-break fight for him. Yeah, at four out of five. Yeah. I mean, his last win came against Brad Tavares. And he's getting his ass kicked by, you know, Bosch, Bo- uh, uh, Henderson, Herman, Lentes. and uh, Luke Rockhold. Yeah. You know, he's beat up by Mark Munoz and Casas Phillip, who... He's 18 and 10. He's 34 years old. He's not going to make a run at anything. No, he's done. He's, uh, They're going to cut him. He's he's a guy that when it's time to put guys up in the chopping block, Timbo should be right up there yep. to go. He's I don't think I think he's gone. I think in the next round of cuts, he's probably out of there. He's gotten beaten out of two divisions basically. Was was this fight more of how good Eddie Herman looked or how bad Bosch looked? Right? I'm going to go with Eddie Herman looking good, actually. Okay. You know what? I'm going to give credit where credit is due. Very good. I thought Eddie Herman looked really solid. Yeah. And I like him at, at 205. And maybe this is a, 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 a... I don't think he's going to be a title contender. But I think he's got a chance to put together some good wins and and get into a good spot at 205. Yeah, I do too. Um, I think... More of it was Eddie Herman looking good, but I think a lot of it was both. Oh, both both looked like just shit. being a bum, um, not being the kind of performer that the UFC needs. Um, he's been around a long time, and he's not done anything with it. No, and I can see him on the next round of of releases being the guy that yeah. goes. He'll get. He'll probably get picked up by another organization. He'll either go to WSOF. Or there's a lot of other. There's other. There's other places. Other promotions go. out there now that you can even make more money on if you have sponsors. Yep. You know, you can continue to make money, and maybe you'll be something there, but not this place. And good on Eddie Herman. I hope he continues to win. Yeah. I, I think he's a great fighter. He's a fun fighter to watch. He's exciting. He has he has ground. He has strikes. He has everything in there. He's not a superstar, but he is a fucking great fighter, man. Yeah. I'm I'm actually now interested and, and excited to see what's going to happen for Eddie at 205 if he can continue to put together some wins. He's been at 85 for how long? Uh, whole career. Every, 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 every fight. fight. This okay. is... As far as I know, this is his first fight ever at 205. His first fight inside the octagon at 205 for sure. Uh, all of them no, came Star in. Stranger, Maya, Belcher. Those are all. Yeah, that's, that's all. Those that's are all. all 85. Okay, those are all 85ers. Yeah, so this, was, was. this was his first okay. his first go around at 205, and he said he felt good. Yeah. He liked the way he felt in yep. camp. 
like not having to cut all the weight. Yeah, I remember uh, that. Looked from the powerful, looked strong. His cardio was good. Like yep. he he looked good, man. This is a good spot for him. I agree. Um, I hope he continues. I hope he puts together a good uh, number of wins and and uh, keeps moving up and keeps getting better. Yeah, I do too. I, I'm I'm excited to see what what he can do at 205. Like I said, I don't think there's ever going to be there going to be a title run for him at all. I doubt but it. but it's it's gonna it's gonna be fun. He can to still go make some journey. money. Yeah. Yeah, he can have some good fights. There guys a lot of good fights for him at two oh five with Definitely. guys. So that that division is has got a ton mm-hmm. of great people in there. They got a ton of fighters. It's a heavy division and there's gonna be a lot of good challenges for him ahead. Yeah, a lot of fun fights to watch. Uh moving on, Chris Wade. <laughs> I hope you didn't blink. Yeah, yeah. If you blink you missed this one quickly. Uh Chris Wade picked up the in thirty one seconds. Yeah. Beating uh, um, Madadi Baghdad by submission. Who got in a total of two strikes the yeah. whole fight. Yeah. He was taken down and... Beaten up until he got gave up uh, the back. Yeah. We didn't get to see much of Baghdad on here, so I don't know if he's a... What kind of fighter he is, because we didn't get to see a lot of him. We, we, he was taken down early and submitted quick. Yep. Doesn't really... I mean, doesn't really tell the tale of how good of a fighter is. I mean, he could have just got caught. Everyone has an off night. I'd like to see him again... To, just to learn about what the guy is. To see more of his skill set. Yeah, because we saw nothing. Nothing. You know, Not a thing. And that happens. I it mean, happens in this game. The and Wade, Wade, you know. Wade's had a couple of... I remember watching Wade fight before, and, and another impressive win for him. Good. Yeah. Good fight. But remember, guys, it was 30 seconds. We don't have a lot of... Yeah, there's, there's just not, not a lot of footage on the There's game. not a lot took, to talk about. Took him down, took the back, and that was it. Yeah. You know, but it was it was it was fun. It was a continuing of the exciting fights that it had already built up to at that point, which was good. Uh, this fight was kind of fun as well. And picking up yeah. the performance of the night, Luke Saunders beating Maximo Blanco by submission. Uh, Luke Saunders kind of came off as a giant douchebag to me. I thought so as well. I I, I couldn't get over his douchiness. Yeah. I want to take a look at something with Saunders. Look at his... Uh, this is the second fight. First... First time inside the UFC. Okay. There was a lot yeah, of cats yeah. on this fight. That was their first UFC right. fight on this, on this undercard. There was a lot of like injuries and, and uh, switching around. I, I can't remember if it was Baghdad and Wade. One of them, like the the, the um, opponent got switched several times yeah. before the fight even happened. So... Blanco, uh, Blanco's been there a bit. Yeah, he, you know he's coming off. He's had four or five fights in the UFC at least. Uh, was on the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, it's not, he was on one of the Ultimate Fighter Fight cards. Okay, okay. Yeah. I don't think he was. He wasn't in the show or nothing. Anything. I mean, this was another fight. It didn't go very long. You didn't really get to see a lot out of out of Blanco. Um, Game performance of the night. Uh, yeah, for yeah, Saunders got performance of the night for the submission. Uh, Seven, 27 to 17 total strikes uh, out of the 27. Saunders hit 26 significance. Uh, Blanco took him down. They each tried a submission, and that was that was it. That was it. You know, round another round one. It was nice to watch. Yeah, uh, it was a good way to kick a, off the first. Kind of sets fight the pace. The, yeah, you know, sets yeah. And the coming off and coming off of the uh, the prelim fights with uh, it was it was a good start to the FS1 card. Uh, that main the early prelim uh, main event fight. Paul Felder picking up the submission over Crookshanks. Yeah, and this one this one went almost the distance. It was uh, I know it was in round three. 
And Felder, up to this point, had never had a submission victory no. at all. He's knocked everyone out or a decision. No, and he caught, I mean, until he finally finished, I mean, he had Crookshanks in a couple of submissions. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't know that Felder Three. was a was a jiu-jitsu black belt either. He's never really shown no. it. He's always been a banger. Yeah. But that was the thing, that was the one thing I said coming when we were you know, previewing the fights was, Crookshanks is very strong, but he's very susceptible to submissions. Exactly. And that's yeah. been his... It's been his kryptonite yeah. in all of his losses. T- took uh, took an eye poke too uh, into that eye. Yeah, well, the same eye he's already had destroyed several times. <laughs> he's kind of got he's his isn't as bad as Bisping's, but he took a pretty bad eye uh, injury off of a poke that cost him a fight. Uh, oh, okay, a couple of fights ago, there's no contest with was it KJ News? Oh, let's take a look. Yeah, yeah, can't. It was. It was KJ. Okay. Yeah, in uh, December of 14. Yep, and has had problems with that eye ever since, but that's his third submission loss in a row. Yeah. And he's, you know, it was said here he's susceptible to the submissions. Um, and Felder, you know, took a couple losses, but he's never had, you know, he's never submitted anyone no, before. No. He, was, he was quite impressed with himself at the post-fight show as, uh, of, of having, finally getting that submission. Yeah, battery, and he should. You know, it was and, good. You know, just kind of... Puts him in, you know, uh, he's, he's knocked out Castillo and he's had some decision losses um, to yeah, Pearson and Edson. Pearson and Edson. Um, just going the distance with Edson's a great... Yeah, that's... <laughs> that's a great accomplishment. That you know, that you, that you even in a loss, just managing to go that with, with a premier striker of Edson Barbosa is very good. And, and then uh, yeah, getting the win over Darren here is... It was really good for him. He's a yeah, little two fighter. He, he definitely needed it. Uh, I don't know what to do with Crookshanks at this point. That's his third loss. He might be ready. He to, might be gone. Dana yeah. might give him another shot. But uh, it's, if he loses one more, that's a, that's the nail in yeah, the coffin. He's gone. I mean, this might already be the nail in the coffin. But um, if he does four straight, he, he doesn't need to be around here anymore. Unfortunately, no. Nope. And he's got ties to to our area. You know, that's, he's he's a local. We talked about that. You know, from Detroit, you know, came over here, wrestled it. At community and stuff, so we always pull for the Michigan guys. But I have to something. be honest, and uh, and 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 my objective opinion is, is that um, he doesn't. He's not doing enough to stay. I think in this a, organization. I honestly think he needs a camp change. Where who's he with right now? Remember? Nobody. Oh, I mean nobody of, of significance. Okay. He's still training in Detroit, but like he had some sixty-five-year-old biker-looking guy in his corner, another guy and a lady. I didn't recognize any of them. I had none of them. No, none okay. of them. It's, it's you gotta get yourself into a good camp. You have to. You, you have to. You can only come so invest. far being the big fish in the little pond. Yeah, it's time to go be the little fish in the big pond for yeah. somewhere else. You have to invest your money into yourself. You know, there's um, plenty of good camps not that far from Detroit. No, gosh. plenty of options, man. Do something. Get your Chicago. Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee. You know, head out east, whatever. There are tons of options. Stop training at, at Detroit Joe's gym with some bums. Right. It's, it's clearly not working. You're, you can get submitted by everybody. Yeah. So, well, Felder looked great. He did. He was. Crookshanks uh, looked good. I mean, and up until that point, it wasn't, it wasn't like he completely got outclassed the whole fight. I thought he had moments where he was in control. Yeah, he did. Uh, For he, sure. You know, he took he took Felder down three times. 
And actually, I mean, he was controlling the fight on the feet, I think. I mean, Felder in the end got more total strikes, but I think at the time, especially the first two rounds, Darren was definitely in control. And I, think I, I see him winning more of the trades. He, he won one and two, I, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but his corner to, even told him, you know, you don't have to take him down. Keep it on the feet. Yeah. He kept trying to take it down, and that's where he ended up getting himself caught. Because first he took the, the neck, and then he was trying to fight that, and then he ended up into the back mount, and, you know, that's the end of it. Well, move camps. Move, get a camp. Definitely. That, get a camp. If you are gonna, if you get the opportunity to stay in the UFC, Darren, you need to get into a new camp somewhere. Get into a good, quality camp. That's that's about the only thing I really got for him. This was a quickie. The, another one. Uh, real quick knockout for uh, the other La, La, Latifi. Latifi over Sean O'Connor. Yeah, and it was nothing. right when... Right when uh, Joe was saying, uh, O'Connell's an exciting player to watch. Boom, and he got yeah. knocked out. It they was showed like, this one right twice. <laughs> this one ended up in the uh, in the fifteen minute span between the end of the prelims, yeah. and the main card. Uh, not a lot to talk about. It, 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 was, it was super quick. They came in and, and Lafitte caught him and knocked him out. It was two punches thrown on one on one side, two on the other side. That was it. Yeah, and he was out. And that was I mean, over. Um, it was. It was. A, it, there was no. You know. There's not anything to say. No. If you're a fan <laughs> of big knockouts, there you go. There's your big knockout. Watch that one over because it took all of 29 seconds and yep. he caught him. And people get caught sometimes in the game. And you know, it's sometimes it's fun. So to what see, happens in the know? big boys, man? You get you get in those upper weight classes and one punch. Well, Feeney is a big, big man. Big dude. You know, he's he's, he's cut. He's on top. It's cut. He's got he's got mass to him. How he made that weight is beyond me. Just because. He just he just looks bigger yeah. than than that. Uh, uh, but again, you know, the Feedy, two punches, bing bing, unconscious. Good night. Good good you one know. for for the Feedy. Uh, I didn't see a lot. Uh, uh, Charles Rosa and Kyle uh, Bochini. Bochini. I don't know. Um, I think honestly, I might have missed this one. I don't remember this fight either. I think I, I did miss this one as well. Or this was the first fight that I, was... I only The one I remember before the feedy was Font. Was it Robert Font? I think it's this one. Yeah, the Font. Rob and, Font. Rob Font and, Go, and Joey Gomez fight. Yeah. Yeah, this was actually the one I was talking about where uh, opponents got sw- switched in. I think uh, I think Gomez came in... No, Font, I think, came in late. Was one of the like the the late replacements. They had some issues with this one, but okay. uh, I don't remember going back to the Rosa fight. Dude, I don't. Rem- I don't. I might have had to get up and do something or whatever, but I don't. Rem- I don't remember. Yeah, I don't have any recoll- I don't have any recollection of this one either. Um, uh, I think it was, I missed uh, it as well. A decision victory. Because I think I think I missed the font fight originally um, when I got on to fight pass. I think I was a little late, and I ended up seeing it later. The, the Gomez and Rob Font fight. That's where I think I saw it too. I must have missed the first few fights um, coming into the to the the show because uh, this Rob Font fight I saw on the prelims as a replay, yeah, like you were yeah, saying. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They showed both that and the Lafini uh, fight because they were. And Rob looked great. Rob Rob trains with Eddie Alvarez. Yeah. Uh, I remember that they were talking about that in the in the post fight, and uh, Rob gets a big knockout victory in round two. Uh, later, and 
by the numbers, it doesn't look like Joey had much output. No. You know, he's just kind of a punching bag in there that night. Yeah. And I can remember watching watching it uh, on the replay, and he was. He was he was a lot of... Uh, just um, he didn't, he didn't have any response. He didn't have any counter-punching. I think that was the major thing, is that Rob could get in there and unload his combos, and there's no counter from Joey. Mm-hmm. Joey didn't have any counter-punching to, to speak of. Um there's a couple of takedowns back and forth, but there wasn't a lot of control. Maybe half minute, minute, whatever. Right. Um, and it ended up being Rob just outclassed him on the feet, and his boxing was ten times better than Gomez, and ended up just knocking him out. Yeah, that's that's the way I saw it as well. Um, overall, what do you uh, what are your thoughts on the card? <sighs> the main card, aside from Dillashaw, was garbage. Yeah. The prelims were great. Um, I agree. And the early prelims were. Very good. Um, I think we, we said it was going to be three out of five. I think it hit that. Yep, I do too. Um, I don't think if, if a couple of the fights, you know, Pettis and Alvarez or, or Pearson and Pernodo And we knew, we knew that better. Pettis and Alvarez was probably going to be a snoozer. Yeah. If those guys could have brought fight. a little more excitement, I think they would have made four. I'd give it three overall. A solid three, though. A three worth watching. Um, main event was great. Early stuff was good. Um, just that little bit in the middle. Stop doing ten o'clock fights on Sunday nights. <laughs> Stop it. They got another one coming up. You know that, right? No. Yeah, they do. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. You cannot do this to me again. Oh, cool! Cowboy and cowboy and freaking. At least that's a nine o'clock start. The Dirty Bird. Um, at least that's a freaking nine o'clock start. I can deal one with here that. In April and in May. Yeah. Stop it! Yep. Yeah. I read. I was. Stop! <laughs> I was looking at our our upcoming fights and the schedules that we were going to have to be breaking down, and I was like, and I noticed there was one coming. I was like, oh man. Oh my god! I hate he, you, UFC. Why? He's going to bitch about me? this one. Why do you do this to me? At least, at least the cowboy one starts at nine. I yeah. can I can deal with that. Oh. Yeah, cowboy moving up. Yeah, Cowboy going up to fight Tim Means. We, we'll, we'll definitely get... We'll get into that yeah, later. We got, we got some time to that but one. That one's... Uh, uh, it's on the horizon. It's not too far off. Yeah, that's the same uh, weekend that we get Deadpool. That is the same. Or, sorry. No, I'm, that's the week, week before. Week, so, week, this week, is the week, weekend week. I get surgery. Yes, yes, that's it. That's yeah. the week of your surgery. Dave gets surgery on February 19th. We may end up, uh, depending on how well I... Recovery may miss a week on there yeah. afterwards. Um, we'll keep you guys updated on that. But I'll post a lot of stuff if we do, so Absolutely. that I'll keep you guys apprised of it. But, you know, uh, I've had this shoulder surgery before, and it's it's very painful, guys. Very, very painful. And this one's worse. Yeah. My last one was they could fix the scope. This time they're cutting me open from the top of my neck onto my shoulder oh my God, to remove man. half oh, the clavicle. Yeah, take the clavicle yeah. out. So, God, sounds horrible. We, we may miss one, but... Uh, I'll do my best not to. Yeah, and, well, gotta do what you gotta do, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're you taking care of yourself is definitely the uh, the more important thing. What uh, now? So, how did you see that this card ranked? I, I, I'm with you on a solid three. I don't think it it failed to deliver to our expectations. We uh, we definitely knew going in. What we were getting ourselves into, we knew that the, the main card, Eddie and, and uh, Pettis, were going to be a boring fight. Yeah. Ross's fights always go to decisions unless he, you know, catches someone with that dynamite hand of his. Yeah. But 
other than that, I thought the the prelim fights, especially with the guys that we uh, didn't know about, uh, definitely proved to do well, and I was excited, and I, I was happy. It was a good fight. It was a good fight. It, uh, again, I, I gave it solid three, and, I, and I'll stick by that. Definitely. And uh, for anyone else that watches and wants to comment, let yeah, us let know. us know what you guys thought of the card. You know. uh, your feelings on these Sunday night ten o'clock cards and. Where you guys thought this one overall ranked? Uh, I, uh, anything. I know Rich, my my brother Rich Cerritos. <laughs> uh, he was um, he has to get up, gosh, three three thirty in the morning for his job. So God. you know, I I, I know he, he DVR'd it, and I wasn't able to talk to him yet to see if his cut off too. Um, I was so mad when I found that out. <laughs> Me too. I was so mad, so mad. Because the thing was, is I have it. Monday, so Monday and Tuesday, I didn't have time to watch it because I worked two jobs and all the other things. So finally, yesterday, Wednesday is usually my, my show prep day and, and whatever I get out of work, I don't have to work my second job. I just go and relax and, and get into my show prep. It's like, all right, well, I'm, I already know what happened, but I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch these cards so I can intelligently yep. discuss it. Absolutely. And then I discover that <laughs> I lose the two most important rounds that I really wanted to see. Yeah. The championship so, rounds, right? Yeah, he. Uh, I was I was relaxing yesterday. I had some ice pack on my shoulder, just sitting in my chair, and I get a you know message. Bing, my phone beeps. It's like I lost the last two rounds. Gosh, here we go. It was like it was like <laughs> six or seven at night. Yeah, it was like dude. Yeah, if I you know we, we might be able to find you something in the next few hours, and I just happened to find that fight alone yep. by itself it on perfect. this on this website, and I was like. Dude, watch it before it gets taken down. And I did. I went right. As soon as you sent me the link, I opened it right up on my yeah. phone, fast-forwarded to where I was at, and picked right back up. So. The, the fights don't last long on those web pages. No, you the know. UFC shuts those down quick. Yeah, real quick. So, and generally, we you know we we watch we watch them. We don't steal them. You know, we watch them, guys. You know, um, but if we have to do prep work for this... Yeah, sometimes you want to go back and rewatch. I'm not going to give... You already got my 60 bucks once. Yeah. I ain't giving it to you again. Exactly. And you can't. I pay nine ninety nine a month for Fight Pass, but I can't get any freaking content that was on FS One for three weeks. Right after that, the fact. that uh, that deal that they have without you know with no no competition. Yeah, it's a I can competition go. Deal. I can go back and watch anything that was on the. I can watch the Fight Pass prelims anytime I want. Yep. But yep. anything that was on FS One, I gotta wait two or three weeks. Yeah. or four weeks for it to hit Fight Pass. And it's, I it's when, you know when they when they first started, I remember it was ninety days. Yeah, uh, to replay yeah, they've anything. A, they've got a lot better as far as getting it on a fight pass. Yeah, within, within about a month. Yeah, they, they any pay per views they all they all get on fight pass, which I appreciate because I'm going to pay you ten bucks a month. I want something. Some goddamn content. Give me something. Uh, I bought when I got fight pass right away. Their, their main selling point was that that six part documentary they did on Brock Lesnar. Yeah, which was great. Don't get me wrong. Very, I yeah. watched it twice through because I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Um, but after that. They didn't have much else. No, you know, not a lot. They didn't have a lot of fight uh, fight pass prelims yet. Yep. You know, they just started yeah, off. They so they were still was... doing all that. Well, fuel and what was it? Whoever else before they all became FS One and FS Two. Yeah, maybe Fox, FX or something. I don't remember what it they was. Did, they did do some FX stuff yeah. sometimes, uh, but yeah, it was like fuel and but then, Facebook. At some point, they were doing yeah, things on. Yeah, and, uh, but before they did on on their flight pass, they only did like flight pass prelims. 
three times a year. So it was kind of like, man, you know, I can't justify keeping no. this. I've since went back and I'm a member now again, but now they have a huge yeah. amount of the content of is content. As, as great. I wish it was a little the the um, user experience was a little better. Yeah, uh, especially compared. Especially compared to um, the WWE Network, which right? I know we both have had. I, I don't have any more, but mm-hmm. I've had, and, and it's so much easier to find what you're looking for Absolutely. in the WWE Network than the Fight Pass uh, yeah. setup. So definitely, that's. But we can save that whole thing for another day. That's another a good topic, talk. Of, but, uh, another topic sometime. Yeah, yeah. I think we definitely should bring that up at some point because there is a, a lot of issues with Fight Pass, but overall, it's gotten better. We got some news yeah, this week. Yeah, so we got some news this week. Okay. Uh, BJ Penn announcing that he's coming back. Hall of Famer. Yep. Um, got the crap beaten out of him in his last fight and looked like he had no business in the cage with, with Frankie. Why do you think this is happening? I think he... Honestly, I think it's because of the way that he went out in that last fight. With Frank, the last fight with Frankie. If it would have even been close, maybe I think he could be happy. But he he completely changed his style up for that fight, which I don't know why. No idea. Because you already fought the guy twice, and you know the formula that you got to do you 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 know to to win. Right. But um, he's taking the step in the right direction this time around. Uh, he's going to work with Greg Jackson. That's a, that's a great decision. I, I do. I think it's a great decision as well. If he's uh, going to do this, is is it? Uh, um, boy, I don't. Yeah, I don't think BJ has anything to prove. He doesn't have a damn thing to prove to anybody to himself, except for something to himself. By like you said, the way he, he went out, he went out. Um, I mean, he's not. He's not challenging anybody huge. He's going after Nick Lentz, right? Nick Lentz, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's a good fight for BJ to, to try. It's to, a warm, like a warm up. If he's gonna, if he, if he wants to continue doing it, you know, if this isn't just a one, one and done. Lentz is the kind of cat that's a good warm-up to, I agree. to come out there. And what happens if Lentz beats him? It's definitely time to hang it up. I mean, come on. He's, he can't... If he does this and, and he and he invests all this time and he comes out there, and on any night and any day, the guy can catch. You can get oh, caught. Oh, yeah, especially you know? BJ Penn because you never know what BJ's coming in. Right. How motivated is he? How how hard did he train? No, I, I won't question that so much now. With no, not his training. Action. You know, with with Jackson, I, I trust that his training is going to be top notch, and he's going to be well prepared. Absolutely. Um, uh, he's he's thirty seven years old. Yep. Um, I've seen older fighters do big things. Well, yeah, I mean Randy. Uh, yeah, but I just don't I, I don't understand this. If if it's a money thing, if he's broke, it could be that. I um, think it's partially just he's one of these guys that can't let go. Fighting, there you is, go. Fighting is all. There you go. All he knows. No, you nailed it. He's like Chuck. It's yep. all he knows. He has to be involved somehow. Yep. Um, and maybe this is a way for him to get back to a couple fights, and then maybe UFC keeps him on in some sort of ambassador. Yeah, role. give him some kind of job. Um, you know, yeah. keep him involved in the sport. Some even if he's not in the ring, you know, fighting in the cage fighting, keep him in the loop. You know, put him as make him do some analyst stuff. Or I wish he you know, would get into to seriously training guys because I. I I remember BJ um, on Ultimate Fighter as a coach. Yeah. And I thought he did a great job. I do too. He's got a, a wealth of knowledge he could share. I mean, he's one of the best jujitsu guys there is. Right. 
I would love to see BJ start coaching, like being a serious coach. But his he's running a an outstanding MMA and UFC based website right yep. now. Yeah, BJPen.com is it is phenomenal. I get a lot of great information, and I get it's all accurate information. Yeah, he's not sharing things just for the sake of doing it. Right, the, him and the team that he's got doing this website. Are doing their homework. They're learning. Through, and he's got the ability to call a guy a fighter because they know each other. Right. You know, and get the real deal. Yeah. So he's doing an outstanding job on that website. I absolutely love it. I use it for a lot of news. I use it for a lot of media. And you, it's, I, it's, I, it's accurate all the time. He's 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 got that down, and I hope hope that doesn't suffer because I really love the website. Yeah, me too. You know? I don't think it will. But he's got I a mean, team doing it too. You know? it. Right. So I, I don't. I mean. I don't think they they haven't announced where when they're going to do this mm-hmm. fight. Um, so it's something to keep your eye on, and we'll definitely we will obviously anytime any news breaks, you guys will be the first to know. But we will keep you apprised of the situation because it's going to be a big thing. It's, mm-hmm. uh, his return will will draw numbers. It's an ever unfolding situation that we're we're currently in. So it's, I like his trainer. I like his I choice. Do I do too. I think um, it's a good choice to, to, if you're going to try to make a serious comeback at yes. this, there's no better guy than having yeah. Jackson in your corner. So. Agreed. Good on BJ. I hope it works out for him. I'll be watching either way. <clears throat> in other news, uh, we've got our next set of coaches for the ultimate fighter. Uh, women's strawweight champion, Joanna Yonjicic is going to take on Claudia Gedalia. Yes. And then they're going to fight the night before UFC 200. I'm glad that this season of The Ultimate Fighter now has the coaches fighting themselves again. Yep. You know, this is uh, a big a big thing that's, that I criticized them about to their last couple where I was like, why is Connor in favor the coaches when they're not fighting each other? Right. They're not even in the same weight class. Right. And et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm glad they went back to the winning formula. I'm glad. Uh, I really like Joanna. Claude is a great, uh, hell of a kid, oh, challenger for her. For that rematch, because that first fight was really good. Yes. And very controversial. A lot of people feel like Claudia won the fight. And I mean, that's the fight that put Joanna into the title shot. Yeah. So. Um, uh, what weight classes? I, I think I remember seeing straw weight, mm-hmm. but uh, they're, they're doing two weight classes. And I didn't also see if it was men or women they're coaching. From the men's light heavyweight and the women's strawweight division. Oh, Jesus. So they're coaching. Why are, wow. why are strawweights coaching light heavyweights? Yeah, right here. Did yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I thought I saw light heavyweight. I, I remember strawweight, wow. but I thought I saw light That's heavyweight. That's a big jump. Huge jump. Actually, originally I thought it was lightweight, but... Even that would have been... I mean, that's okay. better, but... <sighs> okay, Here, here's the thing I'm going to say about this. I'm excited about the fact that these two women are going to fight. I'm not really excited about this season of the Ultimate This Fighter. season seems like it's going to be a, a cluster. It's going to be a huge cluster. you got two women that don't speak English very well. And they're, they're Claudia's they're, Brazilian. Joanna is Polish. Polish yeah. Neither one of them speak great English. They're very broken. Yeah. And then they're going to have... Uh, Light heavyweight men, right? That they're going to be treating along. <laughs> their style doesn't it can't really pander to a light heavyweight man. No, she for the most part. I mean, they're definitely going to have to have good assistant coaches. Oh yeah, I will watch it because I love Joanna. I will too because I'm a huge, huge fan. of I the girl. just don't. 
And the fight, like you said, I'm looking forward to the fight yeah. at the end. Yeah, I don't. Big yeah, time. exactly. That's the only thing I care about really with this. I, I, the season of Tough will probably not be very great. I don't think it's going to do great numbers. It's it's no. going to be hard to watch two women who don't speak English. Yeah, it just is. It's 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 not a knock on either one of them. No, it's just. No, I'm sure they'll tell you they don't speak great English for television in America. Yeah, it's going to be hard to sit there every week and try it. You're going to have to read all it's kinds of, of subtitles. Reading. Yeah, definitely. So. I will still watch just because it's Yolanda, but I'm more excited just ab- about the fight itself. And how about the fact that they're doing this on the night before 200? Do you think this is shaping up to be another weekend on Thursday, Friday, Saturday night fight? Something, it's, it's got the potential to be. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 I didn't know until they made that announcement yeah. that they were having the night before. I thought they were going to try to do, you know, a, a Yolanda fight. At 200, but uh, this that's is going to be probably a Friday, Saturday. Yeah, if they, it's they definitely can find Friday, something Saturday. to toss on Thursday, I'm waiting for I'm it. In. I'm waiting for it. I mean, if you're going to do it, there's no bigger weekend to do it at. Makes perfect sense to do it yeah. like that. You know, they would uh, draw huge numbers. You get a lot of fighters, a lot of paydays. Um, I thought that I might have been a little burnt out on that last go bigger go home Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, I definitely did. It was a burnout. It but, was, but I enjoyed it. But it was great. It, no, was, yeah. it was fun to to be a part of that uh, history that had never been done before. I mean, it was you know it was a lot of fights real quick yeah, and uh, a lot of work for us. It was a whole lot of notes. Oh my gosh, I, I think I had three pages worth of notes, the most I've ever done before because yeah. of all those fights. Um, but. I mean, Going into two hundred, if they're going to do it, that's a great place to do it. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. But uh, good announcement. I'm glad that these two are finally going to fight. Yes, I've been waiting for this fight for a while. Uh, and the last thing I think we're going to touch on today, uh, if, a lot of you guys that don't know, uh, yesterday they did the the press conference for uh, Conor McGregor and RDA, as well as Holly Holm and. Misha Tate for UFC 197. I did post it on our Facebook yeah, page if you'd like to go back did, and watch did. it. Uh, I suggest doing it. So it's quite interesting. Uh, we, I mean, I don't even really have a lot to talk about as far as the press conference. That's just a typical kind of press conference. Yeah. You know, he, That's what he does. does he's selling the fight. But uh, nobody, nobody does it better than him. No, nobody. Nobody sells a fight nobody. better. Nobody. Whether <laughs> you enjoy what he does or you find it annoying or you think it's funny... Or you find it abrasive. No matter what you do, you find yourself drawn into the man. The only other person that did it as good, well, not as good, but did it, the, the, the top guy before Connor was was Chael. Yeah. As far oh, as no being doubt. able to sell a fight and, yep. and get you interested, talk himself into positions he had no business being in. Constantly. But, uh, <laughs> so a lot of you guys, the listeners have heard us talk about uh, my, my friend Hank. Well, buddy Hank, that uh, I do another podcast, Biffy, Stiffy, and Cribbly with, while you're on iTunes listening to this, go ahead and uh, go on over and subscribe to that. Uh, yeah. You guys a, like to laugh. It's a lot of fun. We yes, talk about a lot of dumb shit. It's a, great, but, it's a great comedy show. I find myself listening to it every week and just cracking up because <laughs> we, I know all the boys we, over there. And we say stupid and things. And I know what they're, what they're looking at each other laughing because they're saying the stupid shit. Constantly. It just makes me laugh, too. Constantly. But uh, Hank, Hank is, uh, Hank's not an MMA fan. He's no. used to call it gay porn all the time to me, but he listens to the show because he's he's a friend of ours and he supports yes. us. Hank has taken up a line in the sand against Mr. McGregor, not knowing a goddamn thing about him. That's the issue. That is the issue. It's getting fed little tiny snippets of video and basing an opinion on that without really knowing anything about the guy. 
And he's come to the conclusion that he thinks he's a giant Irish douche. And he thinks, hold on, this is, one of his quotes was, he's an embarrassment to all Irish people. Yeah, he called him the Little Wayne, the Irish <laughs> Little Wayne, which makes no sense to me because Little Wayne has no talent and Connor is a goddamn champion. You know, one of the things that really surprised me more more than anything was that Hank makes movies. He's, he's, he's as a... Uh, hobby or whatever you want to call it, he, he makes movies. It's his passion in life. And uh, they're funny and they're good, but he understands trailers and putting little snippets of things into these videos and that and all you see is that little tiny bit. What he looked at of Connor was a minute and a half of things put together. Right. Not the whole movie, not the whole picture, and he took, he, he took apart uh, Connor from that small little 90 second clip. He should know better. He records these for a living. Right. You gotta look at the whole and thing before you make a judgment. They pandered that video to be It's clickbait. What's yeah, exactly. That's how they pandered it. To make a decision off of that is, is like being is like watching Making a Murderer and deciding that you're a lawyer. Right. You know, oh, they God. pandered they pandered that, that movie, that documentary, documentary movie yeah. to make it look like they were innocent the whole time. They didn't reveal everything, they right. just pandered. This is exactly what happens every single time that you click on a Connor thing. It's clickbait. Yep. And he's making he's making a snap judgment about the guy having never seen a fight, have never seen the work that he puts in for yeah. the fight, knowing that he sells millions of, of, of pay per views and and seeing the Irish fans in in a United States arena that right. have come over from Ireland, you know, ten thousand people in the arena, six thousand of them are from Ireland. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. there's just things there's just things that Hanks didn't see because he's not a fan. No, he's just taking apart what what he caught on one small little press. And he, he admitted in the post, and you can go onto the Average Joe's Facebook page and read what he said. And I'll just paraphrase it right now, but he said he was taken in and fooled by the guy. Thought he was a genuine douche. Now he sees that he's the UFC's version of a heel. Wants to know what we think. Uh, what if CM Punk comes out doing the same thing like this? As an MMA fan, don't you find this embarrassing? Do you see why people are making the WWE reference to the UFC because of him? Do you feel like he's setting the sport back with his fake attitude? I don't think any of it's fake. No, it's I genuine. I, I agree. And here, so, and he, he posted an article from a year ago where Dillashaw bashes Connor. Here's the thing, man, and it, and it was something that I pointed out earlier in the show, and I wanted to point it out for a reason because I knew we were coming back to this point, talking about how the lighter weight classes don't sell things, okay? It's true. This guy has found the formula to sell fights. Whether you love him, you hate him, you're indifferent about him, you want to see him fight because if you love him, I, we're both big fans. I love yes, the guy. absolutely. I eat up the things that he says because I think it's, A, it's funny. Yep. B, it's psychologically getting into his opponent's head. Every time. And C, the guy not only talks shit, but he gets in and backs it up. It's one thing to run your mouth and have nothing to back it up. Right. But the shit he yep. says, he goes out and he fucking does. Talked about a guy, Jose Aldo, who hadn't lost in 10 years. He was a champion of that division since its inception. Destroyed Nobody everybody. else could even come close to touching him. Connor used that verbal onslaught to get into his head. And when they got in the ring, he knocked him out in 13 seconds. He broke him. Destroyed. He was mentally broken before he ever set foot in that That's octagon. what happens. I mean, 
Is he the UFC's heel? I think he's he's more of what we call the UFC's tweener. Because some people think he's a bad guy, some people think he's a hero. He's right in the middle there. Yeah, I don't. I definitely don't see him as a heel. We, there are plenty of people that hate him. Yeah, but I feel like he's it's more, far more. There's more of the fighters that hate his antic than there are the fans, and the fans are the one putting money in your pocket. Exactly. You know, the fighters can hate. You can hate whoever you want if you got to fight against them. That's fine. Yeah. Um, do I see a WWE reference? I see more of a boxing reference here. Um, if, if you knew anything about boxing back in the day, they always had these press conferences. They always put the boxers up there. They always ran their mouth against each other. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is... you got to sell fights, man. Yeah. It's, it's the it's fight game. Yeah. yeah, it's a promotional fight game. If you're... People didn't pay attention to the 145-pound division before no. he got in there and nope. started drawing attention to it. Yeah. So, when he says, do I see the WWE reference? I see a WWE reference in everything because WWE takes from everything yeah. and adds to their entertainment product. But it's not like if this is unprecedented. This is the yeah. same shit Chael did. Yeah. Chael Sonnen wrote the book on how to promote yourself as an MMA yeah. fighter. I mean, Tito did a good job of it. He built, But his rivalries were whatever what they were. And a lot of times he didn't wasn't able to get in there and back up the stuff that he said. If you look back into the 60s and the 70s, there was a guy called Muhammad Ali yeah. that did all of this stuff, you know, 40 years ago, long before Conor was even born. Right. He was doing the same exact thing. The exact thing. So... Like I said, when he asked me if it's a WWE reference, no, I think this is a, I think this is more no. of a boxing deal. Yeah, you know, I, I this, that's just what Look I at see. Floyd, from that. man. Look yeah. at Floyd. Look at Tyson. Absolutely. Like he brought up, he brought up the fact that in the comments that he uh, he made fun of his opponent's children and stuff. Mike Tyson used to tell people he was going to eat his their kids. children. <laughs> okay, whether okay, take away the domestic abuse shit with Floyd. But there's a lot of similarities as far as their styles. Absolutely. They both talk a lot of shit, yep. and they get in there and back it up. Definitely. The difference is Connor knocks people the fuck out. Yeah, Floyd runs. Floyd runs. He puts exactly. on his shoes and dodges. And do I think he's going to get in there and dust RDA in a minute? No. I don't think so either. I don't think so either at all. But It's going to get into his head like he yeah, wants to yeah, do. If, he can, if he's able to get in his head like he did his former teammate, although... <laughs> he's, gonna, know, he's still going to knock him out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So just to just to answer this question, um, you know, Hank. Unfortunately, you don't know anything about UFC or or WWE. Just kind of throwing blanket comparisons out, and I think we've helped you understand what we're uh, what we see out of this as guys that have watched this stuff for years. Well, and a lot of reasons that fighters have problems with him is because the guy has been able to surpass people with oh, his man. mouth. Yeah, Dillashaw had an issue with him before. I mean, a year ago, because he was passing over Chad and yep. passing over Uriah. When, t- when TJ was teammates. still an alpha. Right. Yeah. Well, then, and then things escalated more when it got into the Ultimate Fighter this this year when they were, when he was coaching against Uriah, because he pointed out the fact to Uriah, this motherfucker is not with you. Yeah. You don't trust him. He's a snake in the grass. Right. And. What happened? What happened? He was, he was 100% right. Mystic Mac. You know. You know. Love him or hate him, it, it's Ronda has the same effect. And until yes. she, until she lost, everyone was 
it, you were completely split. Yeah. People bought pay-per-views because they loved her. Right. People bought pay-per-views because they hated but her. And John Jones has the same thing. John Jones is a very diverse person. You know? People either love John yep. or they absolutely this hate This is not John. new stuff with Connor. It's just no, that Connor It's not new stuff in the fight know. game. Man. No. It's just Connor is, is the one that outside of the fight community and fight fans, he right now is the one in the mainstream notoriety. Yep. Because of the things that he says. And that's where people like Hank and other people are formulating their opinions because they see this guy talking trash. Oh, he's an Irish douche. No, the dude isn't. He, he says things because he's going to go in there and do yeah. it. I mean, he's a, he's a hell of a nice guy. Look what he does for all the charity work he does. Look at his. Absolutely. You know, he shares all this wealth with all his teammates. He bought them all, you know, bought them all Bentleys. And uh, he's like, thank you for, for, you know, you guys are the biggest biggest part of me being successful is having yeah. you guys. You know, he's a hell of a guy outside of it, but he is, he's the best self-promoter in all of the fights right now. He's he's making the most money, rightfully so, and he's doing everything to, to pad his income because he loves money. Yep. Ah. What's wrong with that? Make make the money while you What's got wrong it, man, with that? because you're not going to be in the fight game forever. That game, you can't have a 40-year fight no. career. You can't, you know? You're lucky if you have a 10-year yeah. fight career. If you get 10 out of this game, good on you. Yeah. You know? Make your money while you can and get the hell out. So I hope, I, Hank, I hope you understand. Yeah, you know, I, I hope to, that answers your question. If it doesn't, I appreciate you asking. Yeah. I appreciate you asking. We can debate this topic anytime. I, no doubt. I'll talk Conor McGregor all day with anybody. Mm-hmm. It, you know, So... Whether you think he's a big Irish douche or not, <laughs> it doesn't change the fact that the guy is a, an extremely popular athlete, has an entire country outside of the United States that is yeah. behind him. The, Ireland wasn't a market no. for the and UFC they before sold him. Every time yeah. they have been to Dublin, and now they're talking about doing Croke Park. Yep. They haven't even done a huge soccer stadium or football stadium or major stadium in America. No. But they're gonna go to Ireland. Yeah, that's how that's how popular he is, and that thing will sell out in minutes. No doubt, minutes. There's not a question in my mind, especially if he wins this title and he has two belts to go to Croke Park with. Holy shit, man! That's gonna be major. Yeah, Yeah, that that's gonna be. Oh my! I can't. I can't even imagine it. I can't imagine it. Um, we'll find that out when, when RDA and Connor meet at UFC 197. Seven, yes, yeah. coming up in March. So uh, that'll tell us a lot more story. Yeah, Hank, we'll, we'll I appreciate you. I appreciate you for for writing. Yeah, in, man, thanks uh, for participating, Hank. And that's, that's a great job. That I mean, I, under, I and I understand your your thought process, but I hope I helped explain. Yeah, yeah some other See, some other ways to look at and it. And for you. Not spending as much time with Mr. Hawkins. I can see where his things frustrate you so much. Yeah. You just got to remember that Hanky's just trying to poke things. That's why when I talk to him, I, I get to a certain point. And I'm like, yeah, and you got to just go, fuck it, and walk away. I'm like, okay, buddy. I'm going to go to sleep now. You do whatever else you want to do. Yep. And it's it's very rare that I actually hold the conversation because I know how he gets. and He's a, <laughs> he's a, he's a perpetuant. Adolescent, very much so, <laughs> and a uh, and a very good troll. But he's, you know, he's. Uh, if you get to know him in person, he's a really nice guy. And you know what? And I've got to meet him, you know, in person. And he was he was a lot of fun. As a non MMA you know? fan, I appreciate having someone like Hank, man, because he gives us an outside perspective to yeah. look at it from. A we could definitely angle. have blinders on because we're looking at just the fighter inside the ring, and and he's. Well, and we're both and we're both fans of the sport. Yeah, very definitely. big fans of the sport. Where he's just. Not right. He likes football, but he can also see, and he can see 
what things are going, you know, uh, what other things are going on by what other people are saying, what other people think of what the, the fighters are saying. He's got that's another perspective, and uh, uh, it's good to have yeah. more perspective. The more perspectives you can get, the, the better you're going to be at doing your job. Absolutely. So, thanks, Hank, thanks, for brother. Uh, participating. You know, any of you guys got something you want to talk about, let us know. Uh, Dave, what's your final thoughts for tonight? Well, uh, for a fair. Bunch of fights. I had a good weekend watching them. Um, I don't believe we have anything upcoming next week to break uh, down. We no, we have a preview next week though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No breakdown this week. It's a rare week off yeah. of uh, fights. So um, after that, it's it's gonna be bam, bam, bam. I mean, we got yeah. What, we had to knock a lot out in a uh, month, and then beginning first part of February, and then one at the end of February. Once we get into March, we're going to be on a roll, oh man. God, here we go again. <laughs> but um, other than that, I've had a great time watching them, and I'm looking forward to the upcoming stuff. Yeah, me as well. Uh, as always, thank you guys for listening, uh, taking things in, and participating. Make sure you go into the Average Joe's Facebook page and giving that a like, and keeping an eye on it for any late breaking news. Also, make sure you're going on to iTunes, subscribing, rating, and reviewing. It helps us out a lot with those stupid uh, freaking whatever they are. Algorithms. Thank you. I had a little <laughs> moment. Those algorithms where people start to you know get our, our uh, show showing up in their feed when they're searching for MMA. So it helps us out a lot. Uh, any questions you guys may have, please may, feel free to post them. We love it when you guys interact with us. And other than that, uh, for David Van Bogen, I'm Jeff Shannon. We'll be back next week.